Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. And welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas. So I had a fun email this morning. Uh, somebody asked how often we broadcast live versus doing a replay. And the answer is about 90% of the time we're doing um, a live broadcast. So all the stumbles, the foibles, the miss, uh, the miss, uh, like what I'm doing right now, <laughs> you get to hear all that. So we are broadcasting live from Austin, Texas. Now, uh, we do run replays like we had for the previous two radio shows, and we do that when Julie and I are doing live events, as we just did in Austin, Texas. We did a live event um, for a, a group of sales professionals, and it went very well. The topic was uh, a whole bunch of different things, but we really focused in on the DISC personality styles. And Julie, that was a lot of fun, don't you think? It was a lot of fun. It's always great to help people and see the light bulbs go off over their heads and you know, I'll be interested to hear the follow-up on what they did with what they learned. So, yeah, and it was what, really fun. What was most interesting, I think, was the fact that these were not real estate people. These were people in, yeah. uh, in a totally, completely unrelated industry. And the information that we've been teaching all of you guys had to become absolutely uh, killer salespeople in real estate. It translates to really any industry. And it's kind of an interesting concept for some of you to embrace that the education that you're hopefully getting from listening to our radio show and the coaching clients, the education you're getting from your coach, it is really transferable to virtually any other industry um, you might consider in the future or maybe a business you want to invest in. You can go in with the knowledge that you're gaining here. You can go in and, and maybe consider, well, do I really want to invest in this company or not? Let's look what their business practices are. Let's see if their uh, values as a business align with the ones that you are adopting and adapting by uh, being attached to us. So, I mean, it's interesting, isn't it, how absolutely varied uh, this type of information is, especially the DIC personality stuff. We've done a lot of uh, radio shows on that topic, and you guys go back and listen to them. If you've not really mastered it, if you've just been exposed to it once or maybe even twice, maybe even you've taken a test and you think you've got it, I bet you don't even. I, I bet you don't even come close to getting it. You probably get just maybe the surface level understanding of it. But when you deep dive into that and you actually look to see how it applies when um, adding staff, when it, how it applies uh, in sales environments, which is obviously most relevant to what we do here, how it applies to your personal life. I mean, after we did this presentation for this behavioral health group, um, what was fascinating to me <laughs> was, okay, sure, those, these were salespeople and we are gearing the uh, presentation towards helping them uh, to become better salespeople, adapting to the other folks' personalities and things of that nature. But the, call, the questions we had after the presentation were fascinating because I had uh, two ladies that came up to me and asked or actually thanked um, us for having helped them understand why they had so many dysfunctional personal relationships with men in particular. I thought that was fascinating. So when, you, when someone really gets this, it has a profound impact on their lives. It really does change everything and how you think about things. And, and we, it, uh, Julie and I love confronting a lot of the sort of the dogma that's out there in our society. It's not just in the real estate industry, though it seems to germinate in the real estate industry. Things like you have to have passion to be successful and, you know, basically follow your passion. We really talked about that. And, we, you know, again, we did past radio shows on that, so long-time listeners – 
you know our philosophy on that sort of you know 1980s motivational poster ethos type thing it's you really don't have to have passion for what you're doing you don't have to have passion for you know picking up the phone and calling for sale by owners have passion for what for actually helping that person do that transaction have passion for what comes as a result of doing the transaction have passion for if you want to really break it down have passion for the money you'll earn from the transaction because it allows you to build the life of your dreams but you know to think that you can only be successful if you just wake up every single day feeling passionate well that's just kind of nuts i mean if anyone feels like that way chances are they're self-medicating <laughs> so julie any other uh interesting tidbits you've taken now that you've we've uh uh you know, 24 hours ago we did it, and now we're on the radio again. Anything else you can think of that you're remembering back being a surprise? Well, I think I think it demonstrated the difference between training and coaching because we spent mm. a lot of time with them, not just saying, "Hey, here's you know, here's something on goal setting, here's something about personality styles." That that's training. We spent a lot of time asking them, "What does this mean to you? How are you going to implement it? What three steps are you going to take? What help do you need with that?" That's the difference. And I, I really feel that by the end of the event, that based on their answers, they really did get it at a level that will help them make more money, be more efficient, have less stress in their lives, because we spent a lot of time on it. This was not like a 20-minute thing, right? This was a very, as you like to say, deep dive into those topics. So that applies to a lot of things in real estate. You know, A lot of times grizzled veterans will say, well, yeah, 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 I've heard that. You know, I know about the 800 number. That's been around for years. Well, so yeah. what? What are you doing with it? Are you monetizing it? I don't care if you heard about it 30 years ago. What are you doing with it? So I think that makes a big difference. And it's always very nice and fulfilling for us to feel that we're having an impact on others. That's what we do this for. So, Julie, I have a question for you as a coach. As mm-hmm. probably one of the nation's, if not the nation's best coach. As someone who's literally done tens of thousands of coaching calls, 90% mm-hmm. to realtors. Okay, So I have a question for you. And then we're going to get sure. to our topic today, guys. Why do you think um, agents will start on a path, have success from the path? I mean, why do you really – not, not, a, not a we're being listened to by tens of thousands of people answer, mm-hmm. but a real answer. Like if I was just asking mm-hmm. you and you knew no one else was listening, and I asked this question, okay? Sure. So mm-hmm. why do you think that so many people will start on a path that leads them to success, and then they stop and they go a different direction? Why do you think that happens? Why do you think that someone will start – like you mentioned – the uh, 1-800-HOME hotline, where someone will use mm-hmm. it, they'll make money from it, and even though it's working out for them, it's being successful, they go in a different direction. Or even with coaching, frankly. Someone will join a coaching organization and they're having success with it, and they, and they decide, well, I'm just going to go in a different direction, even though it's clearly working if you look at the before and after results. So help me understand why people do stuff like that, even though on the surface it absolutely positively makes mm-hmm. no sense. I think it freaks them out that things are so successful when they're working. That's the bottom I think line, that's unusual, and I think it, it, it. I think that there's a subconscious, maybe an ego reaction that, oh, that must have just been a fluke, mm. you know. And I think the other thing is, and that's not for everybody. I think for some people, they get so overwhelmed with the success that it kind of burns them out on some level, and then it's like, okay, I got to go do this all over again, almost like a limiting, like you know, the book The Big Leap, where you talk about, uh, or where the uh, author talks about hitting that limit and then being uncomfortable with it and and subconsciously knocking yourself back to the comfort level. So I think a lot of the answer is not something that anybody would actually say. I think that what it is is a subconscious reaction to their success and being uncomfortable with that. 
No, I totally agree with you. So basically they're seeing themselves be successful, maybe for the first time ever. And, you know, I, I love what you said because it is true. And, and that success maybe is something they don't maybe feel like they deserve or maybe they don't believe that they can have it long term and so they manifest that. And so a lot of people will have success, have a good month or two, and then all of a sudden they'll be back where they started 60, 90 days ago. So, guys, when we say it's 90% mindset and it's 10% skill set, we mean it. It is 90% mindset. I wouldn't have necessarily – Julie, would you have said that 10 years ago? No. Yeah, I wouldn't have either. Definitely I mean, not. I would have said, well, I would have said the other way as around. Well, you build your skills. You know, it's easy to yeah. believe that – you know, something's not happening because you just need more skills. And at some point you might be right, but ultimately when you've got the skills figured out and even on the path to doing that, it's in your head. I, I was, uh, I, dare I say, picking on, but holding accountable, we'll say, <laughs> my coaching client earlier picking today. On, picking on. Picking like on. It. Be, yes. Because it, he has a goal of doing, of setting a listing appointment a day, which means ultimately he'll be going on a listing appointment a day absolutely without a shadow of a doubt has the skill to do that. And so we were talking about, all right, so what's the goal on the appointments? And he said, well, my goal is to take 75% of them. And I'm like, really? Your goal is to get a C. Yeah. Really? Okay, no, it's a mindset. Your goal is to take all of them. Now, that assumes that you're doing a good job pre-qualifying and going on appointments that you can and should be taking. So there's the accountability issue too, right? So if you want to avoid pre-qualifying and doing all the steps you should be doing, well, you know, you can allow yourself to do that by saying, well, you know, I take about half of them and being okay with that. You shouldn't be okay with that. So that gets back to the mindset, 90% mindset, 10% skill. And probably for the people that have the best skill, it gets down to more like a 99% mindset, 1% skill because they're at that unconscious, in, uh, unconscious competence level. So it gets down to what's happening in their head. It is. It is really the. It, it is interesting though, Julie. I don't. I mean, it's especially when we were in front of that group yesterday, not our normal crowd, right? And we were looking out at what could have been the same faces. They could have just been, you know, dozens of agents, but there were dozens of people, you know, in behavioral health industry. And of course, they had the. I shouldn't have been surprised, and I guess I wasn't. But of course, they had the same mindset issues. And it and it did occur to me that at the end of the day we will only allow ourselves to have the pleasure in life, to have the success in life, to have the things in life that we allow ourselves to. Mm -hmm. We like to convince ourselves that there's something external. Oh, the this or the that, the system, the the whatever, whatever. But the, the reality of it is, guys, and I know that all of you have been exposed to this thinking before. At least you've touched on it. Maybe you've read a book. You've heard somebody say something along these lines. Of course, if you know, you guys are – more advanced in this space, you'll read Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. And if you haven't, by the way, we'll give you a free copy. Just request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. But you know, Julie, at the end of the day, it truly is about how you think and how you allow yourself to consistently think and to think bigger and, and to not allow yourself to think that being complacent is okay. Constantly challenging yourself. Waking up every day and not being satisfied with whatever you did yesterday. Now, again, I get it. Some of you are thinking, as we say this, that's not sustainable, right? At some point, you're going to reach a threshold. You will. It's called when you're dead. But up to that point, <laughs> up to threshold. that point, you should always be trying to improve every aspect of your life. Because you can't – see, this is a little misnomer. And I got, had this little epiphany, guys, from – it's just the same as Jules, having tens of thousands of coaching calls. And we're not exaggerating, by the way. I mean, we're not <laughs> – we say we've had tens of thousands of coaching calls. 
We mean it quite literally. Half-hour coaching calls with sales professionals, and we've done this for, I mean, over a decade. And we did it for hours and hours and hours a day, and now fortunately we have coaches that are doing the same thing, and we've limited our schedules. But really, at at the end of the day, really what this comes down to, your ever-increasing success truly is about what you'll allow yourself to experience, truly is about the thoughts you're – I mean, we were in front of this group yesterday, and we were doing a goal-setting exercise, and we started talking about goals. And with the exception of maybe two people, they didn't have any. Now, they thought they did because they would basically say, well, one day I want to do this. Well, okay, when's one day? Don't know. When's this? When's that? You know, they don't have any specific goals. They don't have any – so they're, even though they have this sort of dream of what they want their reality to look like, and all of them did, none of them had an actual plan. Now, were we the first people <laughs> to shout them down about their uh, lack of taking actual initiative to accomplish their goals? Maybe. That's entirely possible, okay? But there's no way that they haven't – read a book about it, seen a movie about it, heard somebody else talking about it. What happened was is they, for example, there was a guy in the audience, and this was a simple issue. This was a simple goal. I asked him for a short-term-ish goal, something that would, you know, that's motivating him, keeping him challenged, something that's almost like a guilty pleasure, selfish type thing. And he said, I want to buy a really nice watch. And I asked what the watch would cost, and he said, 30 grand. Okay, that's a nice watch. Everyone will agree. So then the next question was, okay, with that $30,000 uh, when are you going to buy that $30,000 watch? Well, that's when things basically went to shit because he didn't have an answer. Oh, right. maybe this year, that's maybe the accountability that year. Part. Right, when pigs fly. So then the next right. question would be is if you have a specific goal of buying this watch, the guy's name was Mark. Uh, so, Mark, if you had the specific goal of buying that watch and that's something that you really, really want to do, why wouldn't you have set a date as to when you're going to accomplish it by? Now, all of you guys listening, I know, and there's tens of thousands of you listening, quite literally. I know you're hearing us, and I know you're, you're thinking the same you know, thing. Why wouldn't he have selected a date? Well, it's because when he selects a date, then all of a sudden there's some accountability for accomplishing the goal. All of a sudden, then, he's going to have to put an action plan together to accomplish the goal. All of a sudden, he's going to have to start taking actions at a higher level than he was previously doing. See, that's what happens. Oh, I want to someday – another person in the audience, what was his name? Russell, right? Was that his name, Julie? Russell? I believe he so, wanted to yeah. go to. Wasn't he wanted to go to Tahiti? Wasn't that his goal? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, same question. When are you going to go? Oh, I don't know. Okay. How much is it going to cost? Don't know. Okay. What are the action steps that have to happen leading up to the accomplishment of that goal? Uh, well, I suppose I have to buy uh, plane tickets. Okay. Write that down. What's next? I have to book a hotel. That's Write that down. When are you going to go? Well, maybe this year, maybe next year. Pick a date. This year. When's it going to be? He picks September 15th or September 20th. I don't remember. Write that down. So, now... And we had a little break. So now here's what you're going to do. Go book the airfare. Go select the hotel. Actually put a plan in place to accomplish the goal. See, we know that. What, you, what I just said to you guys out loud was practical. Like, back to Mark with the watch. Um, he's going to go in. He's going to, I think he said he was going to have the watch within 90 days. He did, 90 days. He was going to go into the jeweler. He's going to put a $10,000 deposit and pay $10,000 towards it. Uh, towards it for uh, every month for the next uh, 90 days because the rule was you have to be paying cash to accomplish these goals. Well, there you go. There's your action plan. So within 90 days, by the end of four, third quarter, he's going to have his watch. How cool is that? Russell's well, going to have gone on. the goal is. It's not right. just would be nice. And, you know, the interesting thing about uh, Tahiti guy was you asked him how long he'd been thinking about it, and it was like seven years or something. Yeah, right. That's true. That's, how about we do it? Ima- 
Isn't that incredible to think about, Julie? It is. It really is. Well, so, but what, where's the disconnect, okay? Because we're not saying anything. We're not, like, reading ancient, you know, Egyptian, you know, <laughs> right? This is all kind of feels practical, feels like it's common sense. If you want to go someplace, you're going to put in the address in NAV, and you're going to follow the directions, and NAV's going to tell you how long it's going to take you to get there. It's going to tell you, you know, step-by-step, turn-by-turn directions. There's even going to be a nice little voice that's reminding you to do this, do that. So we're not telling things, to, we're sharing this information with folks. Everyone listening is saying, okay, I get that. But then why the heck aren't you doing it? So Julie, help me out there, right? So you're on the phone with a coaching client, and they have these aspirations of accomplishing certain things with their lives. And they, let's just, we always make small and uh, relatively easy to accomplish goals when you're building this muscle. You start out by choosing ones that you are realistically can accomplish in the short term, and then we build up to big goals. We don't just say, what's your five-year goal? Who cares? Mm-hmm. We want to know what your 90-day goal is, what your 30-day goal is, what your one-week goal is. Start by setting goals around those particular parameters. So, Julie, why is it ultimately that people will, like, for example, if Russell decides not to go ahead and follow through on his trip to Tahiti, what would you say to him? Well, he must be comfortable accepting the fact that that's not a real goal. Stop saying it is. You're not doing it. You must have decided it's not important enough because you really only have two choices. Do the action steps and embrace the goal and do it. Remember, a goal is a dream with an action plan. Or stop claiming that it's important to you. Which is it? What happens living when you in the set gray area is the stress. You know, when you set a goal, you're accountable to that. And I think that's what people avoid the most. Well, when you set a goal, guys, that's one thing. You, you all have done that before. When you put an action, and it, so what are the elements of what they ha- the accomplishment of a goal? It's you have to choose a completion date, right? When it's going to be accomplished by. And if it's a big, big goal, it could be a series of small goals. Like for example, if you want to. Uh, save a million dollars. Well, you can't just say save a million dollars. Well, you could hypothetically save a million dollars in five years or whatever, whatever the goal is. Well, why don't you make it more practical? So to save a million dollars in five years, you have to save a certain amount of money every single year. You have to save a certain amount of money every single month and make it really simple. Then you'll discover that maybe off the every, every commission check you earn, you're supposed to be saving, say, 10 or 15 or 20 percent, right? So you have to break it down to the practical. But something, here's the thing that's interesting, and I don't understand this. And I do believe, if I'm being completely honest with you, I do believe what I'm about to, uh, to share with you guys, and you've all experienced this, is truly spiritual. I don't understand it any other way, to be honest with you. So here's the thing. When you set your mind in motion on a goal, when you truly decide to own the goal, this is a 90% mindset, mindset stuff we were sharing with you guys earlier. But when you decide to accomplish a goal, not just talking about it and making it a dream. When you decide to accomplish a goal, there is a 100% chance that you'll do it. And I don't care how big the goal is. It doesn't matter. Whatever you put, your, put in place as your particular goal, you will accomplish it. But here's the weird spiritual, don't quite understand it part of this. You will start finding little synchronicities. You'll start finding things that are aligning themselves behind you to accomplish this goal. Guys, listen, I know this sounds like Julie and I spent too much time in California, and I get it. We probably did. But the, re- but the reality of it is, is this is true. We're in Texas, man. <laughs> you know, this is God country. And, and it's still true. You will find everything, everybody, and almost a mystical, spiritual, sometimes, if I'm being honest with you, creepy way, 
aligning them, everything's going to align itself behind you to accomplish the goal if you truly want to accomplish it. Yes, you have to pick the completion date. Yes, you have to. So here's what happens. You're going to say, for example, I want to, um, how about this? I want to have five listings. We're going to keep it practical. I'm going to have 10 listings. I'm going to have 50 listings, whatever it is. And you decide to follow our instructions in the real estate treasure map. So you do everything. You follow the goal setting uh, system that we put in place for you. You do the dry erase boards. You have all the visualization techniques. It's not, none of this is complicated. It will maybe take you a couple hours to do. No big deal. So you have all that stuff in place. And then what happens is you'll start finding that you become more situationally aware. What does that mean? It means that your internal radio station is going to start tuning into a different frequency, which, by the way, was always there. It just had, you had to turn your own mental knob. And then everywhere around you, you're going to hear opportunities to, be, <laughs> to take listings. I'm telling you, it happens that it's way. It's creepy uncanny. here. It really is uncanny. And I believe, Tim, that that's one way that you know that you're taking your goal seriously is when you feel and see and hear those things happening. I agree. Yeah. Well, Julie, how much more productive are folks when they have success, right? When, when you've taken a listing, do you guys notice that you seem to be a listing magnets? It's just because you've tuned your frequency channel. Now, here's the thing. Here's the practical side of this. Those opportunities and those conversations and those avenues of, uh, to pursue business were always around you. You just were not listening for them. You were too much in your head. You were believing that you couldn't do it. You were doubting yourself. Your mindset wasn't – you needed to change the channel on your mindset in essence. But it starts with having, again, a practical goal. So if your goal was to have 10 listings at all times, and you write that down, again, get the Real Estate Treasure Map book. I'll give it to you for free. Just request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. So those two free books. So when you request the free coaching call, you get Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate, and you get the Real Estate Treasure Map, so you guys aren't confused. You get both of those. So when you set your mind to the accomplishment of the 10 uh, listings, or whatever your number is, the way you actually start to drive passion towards that particular goal is because you've already decided what you're going to do with the money that comes as a result of taking the 10 listings. Oh, God, Tim, you're so materialistic. Damn right I am, and so are you. We're spiritual beings in a physical um, manifestation, right? I mean, we live in a world, I'm walking on carpet, I'm wearing clothes, I have this phone on my head, and Julie does as well. You are a physical uh, entity and a... Uh, I'm sorry, spiritual entity and a physical manifestation, and you need stuff. You need to walk on nice carpet. You need to have a nice phone. You need to try the best, <laughs> right? The best stuff that you can manifest for yourself. Do it. I mean, if you want a Corvette, that's fantastic. If you want a Z06, that's even better. But why don't you go get a Lamborghini Aventador? Isn't well, that Tim, really? I, I had a great conversation with one of our uh, excellent coaching clients in Houston, Michelle, and and we were talking about her commitment to flying first class from here on out. That's it. We said, okay, if you're going from Austin to Houston and it's a 45-minute flight, maybe you don't have to go first class. But anything of significant length, it does make a difference. She just went on a great Caribbean 10-year anniversary trip, and it was like all-out spectacular beautiful. So we're talking about goal setting, and I said, you know, part of your homework is to replace that goal because you just did it with the next awesome vacation. And we talked a lot about, you know, there's one thing to just like, quote, take some time off and, you know, whatever, versus having a, a killer rock star vacation where you look back at it for the rest of your life going, God, I'm so glad I did that. 
I'm so glad I didn't go cheap on Yak Air with a 15-hour layover in Albuquerque. You know, it makes well, you're a difference. T- you're, you're telling yourself that you're only good enough for Yak Air. You know, yeah, you're telling yourself kind of a crappy you're, affirmation. <laughs> you're telling Man. yourself you're only good enough for the Hyundai that you're driving. Hyundai's a great <laughs> car, right? But come on now, is that really what you want? Was that the gold that, car why, really? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, the clothes when you go shopping, Target, really? Come on now. Seriously? I mean, guys, oh, you're so materialistic. Again, let your heart go. Let your mindset, just allow it to be freed for a second. Walk outside these this very tightly confined golden cage that most of you have constructed for yourselves. We're not telling you to go accumulate debt. Last thing we're going to tell you guys. But we are saying if you don't have the lifestyle that you want, if you don't have the stuff that you want, if you don't have the everything that you want, not just for you, but it's okay to be selfish. It is. You know, ultimately we're most motivated by our own self-interest just the way it is, unless your name happens to be Mother Teresa. That is the way it goes. Okay? But the reality of it is, is if you, don't, if you aren't experiencing the life that you want and you aren't able to provide for the, your loved ones as you'd like to, if you're not able to help the charities that you'd like to, if you're not able to actually live to your fullest potential, it's your fault. It's your right. fault. It's not the color of your skin or it's not the place you were born in in the world or the country. It's not your lack of education. I mean, yes, those contributed to all. It's, I'm not saying they're not part of your, your patchwork quilt of who you are. But at this point, listening to this radio show, at, at, at this date in history, with the information that we provided for you uh, just on this last half hour and the previous radio shows, we have given you the breadcrumbs to follow. If you're choosing not to follow them, it's your fault. If you're going to go and hop in your you know, 10-year-old Camry and sit in rush hour traffic as you drive home from work, dreaming of the day that one day this big thing will happen for you, you need to be pissed off that you're in that situation still. I mean, mad. And it's not your family's fault. It's not your spouse's fault. It's not your husband's fault. It's not your boss's fault. It's not anything's fault. It's your fault. Take responsibility for it. Do something about it. Own it. It starts with your mindset. Pick a goal. Pick a short-term goal. Pick a 30-day goal. Pick a goal for today. Pick three things that you're going to get accomplished today. Then create many action plans behind every one of those three things. It does not matter what it is. You're going to take the trash out. Okay, cool. Normally you would have procrastinated and done it tomorrow, but you're going to do it today. Julie, what's the uh, mantra for people that are procrastinators? What do you mean? Julie? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, what's the mantra for people that procrastinate? I'm a doer. I get things done. Oh, oh you mean the uh, the affirmation, I'm a doer. I do things now. I get things done. And yeah, that's an so easy say one that to say you. over and over and over. I'm a doer. I do things now. I get things done. I use that, and and I tell you, it really works because if you say that to yourself 50 times a day, there's no way that you're going to procrastinate. It makes it impossible versus and, what many people say, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll have more time for it tomorrow. Well, no, you won't. In other words, done it today. Yeah, and Julie, I'm curious. What were you doing? You came back laughing. I have a feeling you were playing with Zoe. <laughs> no, I should. I wish. No, no, I was. Uh, I was just reviewing some of the stuff from the, from that event when you were talking yeah. about that. And and you said mantra, and I was thinking about uh, meditation and some of the other stuff we talked about there. Yeah, we did. Well, that was an interesting event. I even forgot we talked about meditation. You know what? We should yeah. do some radio shows about meditation. We really should. We should. It'd be fun. Yeah, we've never done a meditation. <laughs> okay, <Go ahead. laughs> that's the perfect radio show. So for the that's next great. thirty Easy minutes, 
for the next 30 minutes, we are going to meditate. <laughs> nope. I hear someone in Omaha making a noise. <laughs> that's right. Okay, you know, hey, Julie, we didn't even talk about our topic today, but that's okay. I think I know, hopefully okay. we motivated these guys. Guys, yeah, we're about to go into a, we're go, about to go into a new month. The year is halfway over. Here's the practical coaching side of what we're all about. The year is halfway over. You don't have six months left this year to earn money for you and your family. You don't. You don't even barely probably have 90 days. Why? Because if you take out the holidays, work backwards, guys. You December for most of us is all about family and whatever, whatever, right? So maybe you're lucky and you get a week's worth of work done in December. You take out the weekends. You got you know Thanksgiving. You got the last week in October. You got Fourth of July next week. You got you know kids going back to school in September or late August. You have the natural holidays that I'm forgetting about, depending on your religion. You're the family vacation. You're bum 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 bum. Add it all up, right? And then realistically, write down how many days you're going to be working left uh, the rest of this year. And then this is the be honest part. How many of the how many hours of those days? Will you actually be doing something dollar productive? The average uh, person working in an office really only does their job for two hours a day, even though they, their boss thinks they're working for eight to ten hours a day, just two hours a day. So you have no boss. You're an independent contractor for the most part. So if you're lucky you're working two hours a day, keep it real, right? This is no bullshit radio show. We're keeping it real. So if you add up all the hours you're planning on working the rest of this year, you're going to find that the amount of time that you're actually putting in for the rest of the year, unless you change your mindset, unless you change your approach, is maybe 30 days. Maybe, if we're lucky, you're going to put in a good 120 to 150 hours of real work the rest of this year. No wonder you're not accomplishing your goals. No wonder you've got a screwed up mindset. No wonder you think time is going too fast. No wonder you think things are going by you too fast because you're not using your time every single day at the, to the highest point, the highest level, to get the most out of every moment. If there's anything we can be doing for you, Request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Hey, guys, guess what? You don't have to be passionate to be successful. You really don't. You don't have to be passionate for what you're doing. Be passionate for the results. Embrace that. It takes the stress off of thinking you have to be passionate to make uh, money. Julie, any other closing thoughts to these guys as we wrap? Yeah, I mean, take action now because the, the, uh, the year is flying by. And I always challenge my coaching clients to and the coaches to do the same to ask this question. It is the end of December, and you're looking back on this year. What are you most proud of? And what do you have to do to make sure that you've got the right answer to that? Keep it simple. Absolutely. Have a fantastic weekend. If there's anything we can be doing for you, uh, request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Um, again, I appreciate all the solicitations for folks asking us to do speaking events. If you guys are interested in uh, have us, having us do a speaking event, I'm just going to be honest with you, we're highly selective. Um, and just because, frankly, speaking events are very disruptive, a lot of flying, a lot of hotels and things of that nature. But, of course, we'll welcome all opportunities. Um, email, uh, actually email me directly, and I'll forward it to the person that arranges all that for us. It's Tim at timandjulieharris.com, Tim at timandjulieharris.com, and the and is spelled out. In the meantime, have a fantastic day, guys. Make the most of this weekend, and remember, for those of you guys who are smart, who are chasing expireds, we're about to have a turn of the month, which means there is going to be a fairly dramatic increase in, in expireds. Make the next half of this year the best six months of your entire career. Have a fantastic weekend. 
This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.